Good morning, kids. It is 4.40 a.m. I got up a little bit early. Couldn't sleep that well. I got some good sleep. So I, I headed to what is known as Dawn Patrol at church. It's a men's Bible study. My friend Justin is the men's director. We're using the phrase director, not pastor. He's the men's pastor. So we're going through the book of Mark, but... I decided to get some Starbucks, drink a little bit, and maybe read some chapters out of Exodus. <coughs> I think we're going over the actual construction of the tabernacle uh, and Sabbath regulations and stuff like that <clears throat> today. Then, uh, I don't know. Um, oh, later on today, after. Dawn Patrol, I'm going to go straight to my office and work a little bit. Maybe I could tell you about like the ins and outs of my day at work. Maybe you appreciate that or like that. I don't know. A little insight into what your dad actually does. Today, I, I have to figure out what's going on with uh, a document I wanted recorded at the recorder's office three months ago. And figure out why that wasn't recorded. And then I got to get some documents filed in court. What else? I don't want to get in too much in the nitty gritty in case like other people besides you for listen to this. But after that, you guys have picture day today. We had to like sign up specially for you guys to show up at a certain time for picture day. I I hate COVID. Everyone, every adult hates COVID. In a way, I think we're blowing a little bit out of proportion, but I guess better safe than sorry. Uh, you know, I have a lot of opinions on it. I don't want to really get into them because this is a podcast about me reading you guys the Bible. And I don't want it to, to detract from, from that. The purpose is for you guys to get closer to Jesus. How are you going to get closer to Jesus? I'm going on whatever rants, you know. So, oh, <clears throat> Looks like the gate for the church is closed, so we're gonna we're gonna wait right here. And uh, I was gonna read it, but I'm kind of nervous. I'm nervous about. Kind of like blocking the streets. I mean up a little bit, and I will, like this, and uh, I think you feel safe doing that, and what else, what else, I went to Starbucks and I got a caramel macchiato, large, to drink, and then I got an extra, just regular coffee to put in one of my coffee to go things, a metal mug or something. So I'll drink the sugary coffee before Bible study and I'll drink the hot coffee during it because we can't go indoors for Dawn Patrol. We have to be, uh, gotta be outdoors. Last week it was 38 degrees. That's an issue. That's an issue. Let's try and read this real, not real quick. I shouldn't say that real quick. Um, 
Chapter 35 Moses assembled all the congregation to the people of Israel and said to them, These are things that the Lord has commanded you to do. <clears throat> six, days shall, uh, six days' work shall be done, but on the seventh day you shall have a Sabbath of solemn rest, holy to the Lord. Whoever does any work on it shall be put to death. You shall kindle no fire in all your dwelling places on the Sabbath day. Moses said to all the congregation of the people of Israel, This is the thing that the Lord has commanded. Take from among you a contribution to the Lord. Whoever is of a generous heart, let him bring the Lord's contributions. Gold, silver, and bronze, blue and purple scarlet yarns, and fine twined linen goat's hair, tanned, tanned ram skins, and goat skins and acacia wood, oil for the light, spices for the anointing oil, and for the fragrant incense, and onyx stones and stones for the setting, for the ephod and for the breastpiece. Let every skillful craftsman among you come and make all that the Lord has commanded, the tabernacle, its tent and its covering, its hooks and its frames, its bars, its pillars, and its bases, the ark with its, with its poles, the mercy seat and the veil and the screen, the table with its poles and all its utensils, and the bread of the presence, the lampstand also for the light, with its utensils and its lamps, and the oil for the light, and the altar of incense with its poles, and the anointing oil, and the fragrant incense, and the screen for the door at the door of the tabernacle, the altar of the burnt offering, with its grating and bronze, its, its poles and all its utensils, the basin and its stand, the hangings of the court, its pillars and its bases, and the screen for the gate of the court, the pegs of the tabernacle and the pegs of the court and their cords, the finely worked garments for ministering in the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron the priest, and the garments for his sons for their service as priests. Then all the congregation of the people of Israel departed from the presence of Moses, and they came, everyone whose heart stirred him, and everyone whose spirit moved him, and brought the Lord's contribution to be used for the tent of meeting. And for all its service, and for the holy garments, so they came, both men and women, all who were a willing heart, brought brooches, and earrings, and signet rings, and armlets, and all sorts of gold objects. Every man dedicated an offering of gold to the Lord. And everyone who possessed blue or purple, or scarlet yarns, or fine linen, or goat's hair, or tanned ram, skins, or goat skins, uh, brought them. Everyone who could make a contribution of silver or bronze brought it as the Lord's contribution, and everyone who possessed acacia wood or any use in the work brought it. And every skillful woman spun with her hands, and they all brought what they had spun blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twine linen. All the women whose hearts stirred them to use their skill spun the goat's hair, and the leaders brought onyx stones and stones to be set for the ephod and for the breastpiece. Like someone's opening up the gate. Did the gate just open? The gate literally just opened, and, I, and someone went past me. Um, ephod and for the breastpiece, and spices and the oil for the light, and for the anointing oil and for the fragrant incense. All the men and women and the people of Israel, whose heart moved them to bring anything to the work that the Lord that commanded. Uh, that had commanded by Moses to be done, brought it as free will offering to the Lord. Then Moses said to the people of Israel, See, the Lord has called by name Bezalel, son of Uri, son of Hur, 
of the tribe of Judah, and has filled him with the Spirit of God, with skill and intelligence, with knowledge and with craftsmanship, to devise artistic designs to work in gold and silver and bronze, in cutting stones for setting and in carving wood for work in every skilled craft, and has inspired him to teach both him and Ohilielb, the son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan. He has filled them with skill to do every work, every sort of work done by an engraver or by a designer or by an embroiderer in blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twined linen or by a weaver, by any sort of workman for the skilled designer. I'm going to pause it for a second since the, that's chapter uh, 35, since the gate opened right in front of me, I'm going to actually go in and we'll park and I'll read some more and one of my friends who bring, brings a bunch of stuff to start the Bible study, he'll show up and then we'll set it up as well. I think when you boys turn 12, I'll start bringing you one by one. Or, you know, together. I think 12 is a good age. The age, the age that Jewish custom, you get bar mitzvah or something, become a man. We'll see. We will see. So, pull in here. Same parking spot as usual. It's much better. Let me put some glasses on so I can read better. Wonder what you guys are doing right now. this, but I have to wear glasses when I read, but I rarely do. Okay. Bezalel and Oholiab, and every craftsman in, the, in whom the, the Lord has put skill and intelligence to know how to do any work in the construction of the sanctuary, shall work in accordance with all that the Lord has commanded. And Moses and Bezalel and Holiab, Oholiab, and every, every craftsman in whose mind the Lord had put skill, everyone whose heart stirred him up to come to do the work. And they received from Moses all the contribution that the people of Israel had brought for doing the work on the sanctuary. They still kept bringing him free will offerings every morning, so that all the craftsmen who were doing every sort of task on the sanctuary came, each from the task that he was doing, and said to Moses, The people bring much more than enough for doing the work that the Lord has commanded us to do. So Moses gave command, and word was proclaimed throughout the camp, Let no man or woman do anything more for the contribution for the sanctuary. So the people were restrained from bringing for the material they had was sufficient to do all the work and more. And all the craftsmen among the workmen made the tabernacle with ten curtains. They were made of fine twine linen and blue and purple and scarlet yarns with cherubim and skillfully worked uh, the, the length of each curtain was 28 cubits, and the breadth of each curtain for 4 cubits, and the curtains were the same size. He coupled five curtains to one another. You know, I, I, I don't have a very visual mind, and I wish I could just picture what this looked like. He coupled five curtains to one another, and other five curtains he coupled to one another. He made loops of blue on the edge of the out, outermost curtain, of the first set, likewise he made them on the edge of the outermost curtain of the second set. 
he made 50 loops on the one curtain and he made 50 loops on the edge of the curtain that was in the second set. The loops were opposite one another and he made 50 clasps of gold and coupled the curtains one to the other with clasps. So the tabernacle was a single hole. He also made curtains of goat's hair for a tent over the tabernacle. He made 11 curtains. The length of each curtain was 30 cubits and the breadth of each curtain 4 cubits. Oh, there's Bolton. Oh, I shouldn't say the names. I'm going to pause this. Uh, chapter 36. I should put a little dot. Pause it for a second, kids. I will see you soon. Okay, Dawn Patrol ended. I'm at my office now. I'm zipping my Bible to find the... Where we left off. I think it's 36... Something... 36, uh, chapter 36, verse 14. <clears throat> 14. He also made curtains of goat's hair for a tent over the tabernacle. He made 11 curtains. The length of each curtain was 30 cubits, and the breadth of each curtain, 4 cubits. The 11 curtains were the same size. He coupled 5 curtains by themselves, and 6 curtains by themselves. And he made 50 loops on the edge of the outermost, outermost curtain of the one set, and 50 loops on the edge of the other connecting curtain. And he made 50 clasps of bronze to couple the tent together, that it might be a single hole. And he made for the tent a covering of tanned ram skins and goats. Then he made the upright frames for the tabernacle of acacia wood. Ten cubits was the length of a frame, and a cubit and a half the breadth of each frame. Each frame had two tenons for fitting together. He did this for all the frames of the tabernacle. The frames of the tabernacle he made thus, 20 frames for the south side, and he made 40 bases of silver under the 20 frames. Two bases under one frame for its two tenons, and two bases under the next frame for its two tenons. For the second side of the tabernacle, on the north side, he made 20 frames, and there are 40 bases of silver, two bases under one frame, and two bases under the next frame. For the rear of the tabernacle, westward, he made six frames. He made two frames for corners of the tabernacle in the rear. And there they were separate beneath, but joined at the top, at the first ring. He made two of them this way for the two corners. There were eight frames with their bases of silver, 16 bases under every frame, two bases. He made bars of acacia wood, five for the frames of the one side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the frames for the other side of the tabernacle, and five bars for the frames of the tabernacle at the rear westward. And he made the middle bar to run from end to end halfway up the frames. And he overlaid the frames with gold, and he made their rings of gold for holders for the bars, and overlaid the bars with gold. He made the veil of blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twine linen. With cherubim skillfully worked into it, he made it. And for it he made four pillars of acacia and overlaid them with gold. Their hooks were of gold, and he cast for them four bases of silver. He also made a screen for the entrance of the tent of blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twine linen, embroidered with needlework and its five pillars with their hooks. He overlaid their capitals and their fillets were of gold and their five bases were of bronze. Chapter 37 Bezalel made the ark of acacia wood. Two cubits and a half was its length, a cubit and a half its breadth, and a cubit and a half its height. And he overlaid it with pure gold inside and outside and made a molding of gold around it. And he cast for it four rings of gold for its four feet two rings on its one side and two rings on its other side. 
and he made poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold and put the poles into the rings on the sides of the ark to carry the ark. And he made a mercy seat of pure gold. Two cubits and a half was its length and a cubit and a half its breadth. And he made two cherubim of gold. He made them of hammered work on the two ends of the mercy seat. One cherub on the one end and one cherub on the other end. Of one piece with the mercy seat he made the cherubim on its two ends. The cherubim spread out their wings above, overshadowing the mercy seat with their wings, with their faces one to another toward the mercy seat were the faces of the cherubim. He also made the table of acacia wood. Two cubits was its length and a cubit its breadth, and a cubit and a half its height. And he overlaid it with pure gold and made a mold molding of gold around it, and he made a rim around it a handbreadth wide, and made a molding of gold around the rim. He cast for it four rings of gold and fastened the rings to the four corners of its four legs. Close to the frame were the rings, as holders of the poles to carry the table. He made the poles of acacia wood to carry the table and overlaid them with gold. And he made the vessels of pure gold that were to be on the table, its plates and dishes for incense, and its bowls and flagons, or flagons uh, with which to pour drink offerings. He also made the lampstand of pure gold. He made the lampstand of hammered wood work. Its base, its stem, its cups, its calyxes, and its flowers were of one piece with it. And there were six branches going out of its sides, three branches of the lampstand out of one side of it, and three branches of the lampstand out of the other side of it. Three cups made like almond blossoms, each with calyx and flower. On one branch, the three cups made like almond blossoms, each with calyx and flower. On the other branch, so far the six branches going out of the lampstand. And on the lampstand itself were four cups made like almond blossoms, with their calyxes and flowers. And a calyx of one piece with it under each pair of the six branches going out of it. Their calyxes and their branches were of one piece with it. The whole of it was a single piece of hammered work of pure gold, and he made it seven lamps and its tongues and its trays of pure gold. He made it and all its utensils out of a talent of pure gold. He made the altar of incense of acacia wood. Its length was a cubit and its breadth was a cubit. It was square and two cubits was at its height. Its horns were of one piece with it. He overlaid it with pure gold, its top, and around its sides and its horns. And he made a molding of gold around it, and he made two rings of gold on it under the molding, on two opposite sides of it, as holders for the poles with which to carry it. And he made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold. He made the holy anointing oil also, and the pure fragrant incense blended as by the perfumer. One second. Thirty-eight. Chapter thirty-eight. Making the altar of burnt offering. He made the altar of burnt offering of acacia wood. Five cubits was its length and five cubits its breadth. It was square and three cubits was its height. He made horns for it on its four corners. Its horns were of one piece with it, and he overlaid it with bronze, and he made all the utensils of the altar, the pots, the shovels, the basins, the forks, and the firepans. He made all its utensils in bronze, and he made for the altar a grating, a network of bronze under its ledge, extending halfway down. He cast four rings on the four corners of the bronze grating as its holders of the poles. He made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with bronze, and he put the poles through the rings on the sides of the altar to carry it with them. He made it hollow with boards. He made the basin of bronze and its stand of bronze from the mirrors of the ministering women who ministered in the entrance of the tent of meeting. And he made the court. For the south side of the hangings of the court were the fine twine linen, a hundred cubits. 
There are 20 pillars of their 20 bases were of bronze, but the hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver. And for the north side, there were hangings of 100 cubits. There are 20 pillars. Their 20 bases were of bronze, but the hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver. And for the west side were hangings of 50 cubits. There are 10 pillars and their 10 bases. The hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver. And for the front to the east, 50 cubits. The hangings for one side of the gate were 15 cubits, and their three pillars, three bases. And so for the other side, on both sides of the gate of the court were hangings of 15 cubits, with their three pillars and their three bases. All the hangings round the court were of fine twine linen, and the bases for the pillars were of bronze, but the hooks of the pillars and their fillets were of silver. The overlaying of their capitals was also silver, and the pillars of the court were filleted, filleted, I'm trying to say that wrong, with silver. And the screen for the gate of the court was embroidered with needlework and blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twine linen. It was twenty cubits long and five cubits in high in its breadth, corresponding to the hangings of the court. And their pillars were four in number. Their four bases were of bronze, their hooks of silver and overlaying of their capitals, and their fillets of silver, and their pegs, all the pegs of the tabernacle and for the court all around were bronze. These are the records of the tabernacle, the tabernacle of the testimony, as they were recorded at the commandment of Moses, the responsibility of the Levites under the direction of Ithamar, son of Aaron, the priest. Bezalel, the son of Uri, son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, made all that the Lord commanded Moses, and with him was Aholiab, the son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan, an engraver and designer, and an embroiderer in blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twine linen. All the gold that was used for the work and all the construction of the sanctuary, the gold from the offering was 29 talents and 730 shekels. By the shekel of the sanctuary, the silver from those con of the congregation who were recorded was 100 talents and 1,775 shekels by the shekel of the sanctuary, a becca, a head that is half a shekel, by the shekel of the sanctuary. For everyone who is listed in the records from the 20 years, from 20 years old and upward, for 603,550 men. The hundred talents of silver were for casting the bases of the sanctuary and the bases of the veil. A hundred bases for the hundred talents, a talent at a base. And the 1,775 shekels he made, hooks for the pillars and overlaid their capitals and made fillets for them. The bronze that was offered was 70 talents and 2,400 shekels. With it, he made the bases for the entrance of the tenor meeting, the bronze altar and the bronze grating for it, and all the utensils of the altar, the bases around the court and the bases of the gate of the court, all the pegs of the tabernacle and all the pegs around the court. Chapter 39. Making the Priestly Garments. From the blue and purple and scarlet yarns, they made finely woven garments. For ministering in the holy place, they made the holy garments for Aaron, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He made the ephod of gold, blue and purple, and scarlet yarns, and fine twine linen. And they hammered out gold leaf, and he cut it into threads to work into the blue and purple and scarlet yarns, into fine twine linen, and skilled design. They made for the ephod attaching shoulder pieces, joined to it at its two edges, and the skillfully woven band on it was one of pe one was of one piece with it and made it like gold, blue, purple, and scarlet yarns, and fine twine linen, as the Lord had commanded Moses. They made the onyx stones enclosed in settings of gold filigree and engraved like the engravings of a signet, according to the names of the sons of Israel. 
and he set them on the shoulder pieces of the ephod to be stones of remembrance for the sons of Israel, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He made the breastpiece and skilled work in the style of the ephod, of gold, blue, and purple, and scarlet yarns, and fine twine linen. It was square. They made the breastpiece doubled, a span its length, and a span its breadth when doubled. And they set in it four rows of stones, a row of sardius, topaz, and carbuncle was the first row. The second row was emerald, sapphire, and diamond. And the third row, a jacinth, an agate, and an amethyst. And the fourth row, a beryl, an onyx, and a jasper. They were enclosed in setting of gold filigree. There were twelve stones with their names, according to the names of the sons of Israel. They were like signets, each engraved with its name for the twelve tribes. And they made on the breastpiece twisted chains like cords of pure gold. And they made two settings of gold filigree and two gold rings, and put the two rings on the two edges of the breastpiece. And they put the two cords of gold and the two rings at the edges of the breastpiece. They attached the two ends of the two cords to the two settings of filigree. Thus they attached it in front of the shoulder pieces of the ephod. Then they made two rings of gold, and they put them at the two ends of the breastpiece on its inside edge next to the ephod. And they made two rings of gold and attached them in front to the lower part of the two shoulder pieces of the ephod as its seam above the skillfully woven band of the ephod. And they bound the breastpiece by its rings to the rings of the ephod with a lace of blue, so that it should lie on the skillfully woven band of the ephod, and that the breastpiece should not come loose from the ephod, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He also made the robe of the ephod woven all like blue, and the opening of the robe in it was like the opening of a garment with a binding around the opening, so that it might not tear. On the hem of the robe they made pomegranates of blue and purple and scarlet yarns and fine twine linen. They also made bells of pure gold, and put the bells between the pomegranates and all around the hem of the robe. Between the pomegranates, a bell of, and a pomegranate, a bell and a pomegranate around the hem of the robe, for ministering as the Lord had commanded Moses. They also made the coats woven of fine linen for Aaron and his sons, and the turban of fine linen and the caps of fine linen, and the linen undergarments of fine twine linen, and the sash of the fine twine linen, and the blue and purple and scarlet yarns embroidered with needlework as the Lord had commanded Moses. They made the plate of the holy crown of pure gold, and wrote on it an inscription like the engraving of the signet, Holy to the Lord. And they tied to it a cord of blue to fasten it on the turban above, as the Lord had commanded Moses. Thus all the work of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting was finished, and the people of Israel did according to all that the Lord had commanded Moses, so they did. Then they brought the tabernacle to Moses, the tent and all its utensils, its hooks, its frames, its bars, its pillars, and its bases the covering of tanned ram skins and goat skins and the veil of the screen, the ark of the testimony with its poles and the mercy seat, the table with all its utensils and the bread of the presence, the lampstand of pure gold and its lamps with the lamp lamps set and all its utensils and the oil for the light, the golden altar, the anointing oil and the fragrant incense and the screen for the entrance of the tent. The bronze altar and its grating of bronze, its poles and its all its utensils, the basin and its stand, the hangings of the court, its pillars and its bases, and the screen for the gate of the court, its cords and its pegs, and all the utensils for the service of the tabernacle, for the tent of meeting, the finely worked garments for ministering to the holy place, the holy garments for Aaron and the priests, and the garments for his sons for their service as priests. According to all that the Lord has commanded Moses, so the people of Israel had done all the work. And Moses saw all the work, and behold, they had done it, as the Lord had commanded, so they had done it.
Then Moses blessed them. Let's see, where are we? We're okay. We're good with time. Let me just turn something off real quick. Don't need my wife. Hold on. Chapter 40. The Tabernacle Erected. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, On the first day of the first month you shall erect the tabernacle of the tent of meeting, and you shall put it in the ark, and you shall put in it the ark of the testimony, and you shall screen the ark with the veil, and you shall bring in the table and arrange it, and you shall bring in the lampstand and set up its lamps, and you shall put the gold altar for incense before the ark of the testimony, and set up the screen for the door of the tabernacle. You shall set the altar of burnt offering before the door of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting, and place the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar, and put water in it, and you shall set up the court all around, and hang up the screen for the gate of the court. Then you shall take the anointing oil, and anoint the tabernacle and all that it is in it, and consecrate it and, and all its furniture, so that it may become holy. You shall also anoint the altar of burnt offering, and all its utensils, and consecrate the altar, so that the altar may become most holy. You shall also anoint the basin and its stand, and consecrate it. Then you shall bring Aaron and his sons to the entrance of the tent of meeting. You shall wash them with water, and put on Aaron the holy garments, and you shall anoint him and consecrate him, that he may serve me as priest. You shall bring his sons and also put coats on them, and anoint them as you anointed their father, and they may serve me as priests. And their anointing shall admit them to a perpetual priesthood throughout their generations. That's pretty prolific. This Moses did according to all that the Lord commanded him, so he did. In the first month, in the second year, on the first day of the month, the tabernacle was erected. Moses erected the tabernacle. He laid its bases and set up its frames and put in its poles and raised up its pillars. And he spread the tent over the tabernacle and put the covering of the tent over it, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He took the testimony and put it in the ark and put the poles on the ark and set the mercy seat above the ark. And he brought the ark into the tabernacle and set up the veil of the screen and screened the ark of the testimony, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He put the table in the tent of meeting on the north side of the tabernacle, outside the veil, and arranged the bread on it before the Lord, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He put the lampstand in the tent of meeting opposite the table of the south side of the tabernacle, and set up lamps before the Lord, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He put the golden ark altar in the tent of meeting before the veil, and burned fragrant incense on it, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He put in place the screen for the door of the tabernacle, and he set the altar of burnt offering at the entrance of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting, and offered it, and offered on it the burnt offering and the grain offering, as the Lord had commanded Moses. He set the basin between the tent of meeting and the altar, and put water in it for washing, with which Moses and Aaron and his sons washed their hands and feet. When they went into the tent of meeting, and when they approached the altar, they washed, as the Lord commanded Moses. And he erected the court around the tabernacle and the altar and set up the screen of the gate of, to the court. So Moses finished the work. Then the cloud covered the tent of meeting and glory, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter the tent of meeting because the cloud settled on it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Throughout all their journeys, whenever the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the people of Israel would set out. But if the cloud was not taken up, then they did not set out till the day that it was taken up. For the cloud of the Lord was on the tabernacle by day, and fire was in it by night, in sight of all the house of Israel throughout all their journeys. And that ends Exodus. Next, we will go into Leviticus.
we read many chapters on on God's commands, on how the tabernacle should be set up, how how the testimony, which is the Ten Commandments, what they call it, is how the testimony should be revered and put into this ark, which is very, very specifically detailed by God to Moses. These last few chapters have been very poetic. It's It reminds me of Job when we get to Job. It's like a very poetic prose about about these chapters, and you know you, phrases like "fine twine linen," and as as the Lord commanded Moses, don't gloss over these. Sure, I mean, in my opinion, yeah, it seems a little repetitive, kind of a little boring, but I don't think. God wants you reading these, trying to figure out, okay, how do they do the tabernacle? Instead, I, I, the way I read this is, these are God's people that are following God. And this is how they revere God and His laws. They listen to God, they do exactly as God says, and they put His laws in this very beautiful an opulent tent, which was created by jewelry that these probably well over a million to two million people had. You heard like towards the end of the chapter 38 or 39, they counted the men over 600,000 men, 20 years and older. That doesn't account for women, doesn't account for children. And then eventually God tells Moses, we have enough, we have enough gold and jewelry and stuff like that. Tell people to stop now. So it's, it, I don't think it has, your walk with Christ isn't going to be affected by knowing how many poles or cubits or feet in the tabernacle was, you know, five, six thousand years ago. I think it was like six or seven thousand years ago. But it illustrates for me how we should revere God's law and how we should revere God. Don't go to God disrespectfully. Go to him with reverence. And know that God can only be one thing. God can only be God. I'm excited that we're done with Exodus. We finished Exodus in about a couple weeks. That's good. And I'm also excited to get into Leviticus. There are 613 Levitical laws. And I'm going to be doing a lot more research before I get into these. Because a lot of pop culture will quote these laws and say, Well, it was if we were supposed to follow these, then what about these rules or that or this? The time of Leviticus was a different time, and as I said before, every book, every story, every prophet in the Bible whispers his name, Jesus Christ, and Leviticus is no different. There are very serious lessons we can get out of it. It's about 8.44 right now. I'm going to end this. I have to talk with a bunch of people soon. So I love you, and I'm proud of you. And in everything you do with your life, everything you do, do it for the kingdom.
Balancing the fasting and the feast A call to give and to serve and celebrate For you are great